This is Not Quite Dead, a gal pal horror movie discussion podcast. We do deep dives on our favorite scary movies, but sometimes we really just like to keep it shallow. I'm your host, Kate. I'm Megan. Get ready for all spoilers. We made it to the end of our Let's Play season, and it feels like time just flew. What do you think, Meg? Yeah, I think uh, I think it really helped to uh, take out some of these full viewings and uh, do some Chuck's notes. It got us through the season a little bit faster, which was a lot of fun, and um, it gave me a new perspective on Chucky, I'll tell you that much. This season was such a blast for me as a newcomer to the franchise, um, being shepherded by Megan, who's been a longtime fan, and all of the fun segments that we did. So not only having our Chuck's Notes minisodes, but also our Kate's Predictions section, where I uh, made some wildly inaccurate predictions on what would take place in upcoming movies, uh, and our Mad Lib section. So if you are coming into this fresh and you haven't listened to episodes from this season, definitely go check those out, but also stay with us here for this finale episode where we have some very fun segments for you. First, we wanted to start off by learning a little bit about voodoo. You know, um, that's, that's a big topic in the Child's Play franchise. And we wanted to know how much Chucky got it wrong or right. But mostly wrong. (laughs) Mostly wrong. (laughs) I think we had some good intuition that it was mostly wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And so we're hoping to um, set the record a little bit more straight. You know, neither of us are voodoo experts, but we did some deep dives and are excited to share what we've learned with you guys. We are also doing an About Face this episode with our catchphrases game, where I am posing the Mad Libs style quotes and taglines to Megan, and she is filling in the blanks and guessing the movies on top of that. Yeah, the expectations are a little higher since I'm supposed to know what I'm talking about when it comes to Chucky. So we'll see how I do and how many I get right and how many I just bomb. And as per usual in our finales, if you're a longtime fan or maybe a new listener, we like to do a craft associated with the season. So we will be surprising each other with a very topical craft. It's really funny, Kate, how we can always find a way to be crafty, no matter the season. I didn't even feel like we needed to dig deep for this one either. (laughs) The theme of the franchise being a, a Chucky doll with the centerpiece being a Chucky doll. I mean, there's really only one direction to go. So I hope you guys enjoy what we've created for each other. And don't forget to check out the pictures on our blog after you're done listening. And that will take us right into our rankings. And Kate and I have some controversial opinions with each other. So be ready for that one. All right, let's get into it and let's do our Child's Play season finale. Kate, what did you know about voodoo before you saw Chucky and learned negative about (laughs) voodoo? (laughs) Net negative facts. 
I don't want to claim to have any knowledge of voodoo. I think that <laughs> I have a, I had a vague understanding of it being a Louisiana Creole thing. I knew it came from Caribbean islands. I knew some stuff that was very pop culture oriented, like voodoo dolls and, and rituals and I don't know, kind of dark magic type stuff. But I don't know if any of that is true. And I think that certainly it's not. <laughs> what about you? What did you know? Same as you, pretty much. I mean, I've so I've known what I've seen in this movie. <laughs> and I <laughs> and I have a uh, Predator comic book called Strange Rue that takes place in Louisiana. And, and there's a little bit of voodoo in that. But it's, it's again, it's pop culture. It's, it's, doesn't seem to be in line with what I've learned since this movie. So I'm assuming it's also inaccurate. Um, but a lot of spells, uh, you know, what I what I understood was that it's, it's a mix of like spells that you can cast on people to harm them or uh, zombify them. And, and that's about it. And, and I'm pretty sure that that's all wrong. Well, I mean, now I know for sure that's all wrong. <laughs> it's so funny how pop culture really leans into the darker, sinister interpretation of voodoo, which is pretty much what we see in the Child's Play movies. It's very like this serial killer has fallen in with this Haitian voodoo practitioner. We meet him in the first movie and they have the incantations that they use to do soul transfer. And I, it just, I, I think we can all guess as an audience that that's probably not very accurate in terms of how voodoo works. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you really get to summon lightning and transfer your soul into a body so you can continue murdering people. That's not really a a big part of voodoo. <laughs> but I had some fun doing some deep dives in into a couple of the facts surrounding voodoo. And I'm excited to talk to you about what I've learned about voodoo since the movie. I feel like a much better individual now. <laughs> yes, education is good for us. And I was also glad to learn some, some tidbits. Um, I still feel like my knowledge about voodoo has a lot of depth to be gained, but I think that at least what we've learned here um, is going to be really fun to talk about. And I would love to hear from you all the way at the beginning with how specifically Haitian voodoo came around in relation to the Haitian Revolution. Yeah, that's right. So our character John in the film is a Haitian uh, voodoo practitioner. So it's, I, I mean, I kind of want to assume that he is a descendant of a survivor from the Haitian Revolution. It seems pretty plausible, right? He's up in Chicago. That's, that's, I don't know what the, what the Haitian voodoo scene is up there, but it makes sense that, that he would be, that he's here as a result of that. But yeah, the, the voodoo, I, I learned that it evolved due to the Haitian Revolution after they arrived in Louisiana and they brought over this Haitian voodoo religion and it was sort of intertwined with Catholicism, which I thought was really weird and interesting. I had no idea that it was so intertwined with um, Christianity. It's so interesting. I think that when you... Th 
when you think of religions, you think of them as being these whole entities. But then when you think of these religions like Haitian voodoo or even Louisiana voodoo, they, they're really like accumulating concepts from other religions and, and building them into their own, you know, theology. And and it's apparently a like a well-known joke that Haiti is 85% Roman Catholic, 15% Protestant, but 100% voodoo. And yeah, I think uh, what I was reading is that um, they, you know, makes sense. Uh, these were slaves that had these um, religious beliefs and they had to hide it from the from their the slave owners. Um, and so they found connections in Catholicism to hide their religion behind, to hide voodoo behind, which I thought was pretty interesting. I think it's interesting how Dombala is such a huge part of the Child's Play movies. I think that like they picked an actual Iwa, which an Iwa yeah. is um, a, a deity. It's, it's what they refer to their deities as in Haitian voodoo. And when Charles Lee Ray um, is doing his incantations, he's always invoking this Iwa of Dambala. And Dambala is this serpent Iwa associated with water, um, one of the most popular deities in their pantheon, um, very often depicted as a pair of intertwining snakes. We don't really see that a lot in the movie. There's not like <laughs> references to the snakes no. or marshes or rivers or other bodies of water. Um, but there is a, that Catholic connection with Dumbala, right? Historically. Right, right. Dumbala is, and actually I thought this was like totally made up for the movie, right? I didn't even realize Dumbala was a real thing. <laughs> um, but Dumbala is... Uh, syncretized to St. Patrick because St. Patrick is known for chasing out all the snakes. So it was a very natural connection for them to make. And um, when you see St. Patrick in like Haitian voodoo artwork, or uh, that's actually kind of like a cover for Dambala. And what's funny about Dambala that I learned, Kate, mm-hmm. is that Dambala would have wanted nothing to do with Chucky. <laughs> like, Chucky, Chucky wanted Dambala to help him do bad, bad things. And that actually, in what I was reading, it, it's not what Dambala's about. <laughs> it's it's more positive. Like you 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 have these ceremonies to improve your own life, right? Like to, to help yourself, not not really to oppress somebody else. And uh, apparently when Dambala is summoned, he demands alcohol be provided, um, which I think is makes him really cool. Very cool that. God. <laughs> yeah. I, I came across this really great um, short uh, article by George Eaton Simpson, who uh, this guy was an anthropologist in the mid-1900s, and he, he studied all these Caribbean religions. Um, and and he is he went to a, a lot of ceremonies that uh, where he got to witness, you know what what actually happens and and how the chants go and what do the sacrifices look like or the offerings and uh, apparently the gods just want to have a good time so it's it's party 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 <laughs> and Zambala <laughs> likes alcohol. <laughs> 
Oh, it's so much better than I think the kind of <laughs> so much. dark, twisted version we see of the rituals. Um, <laughs> it it felt like in the child's play movies that they took some of these some of these concepts from Haitian voodoo and just applied them to their plot. And some some of these things might just even be coincidental. For example, cemeteries are popular ritual spots for very specific types of rituals, especially when approaching spirits of the dead. In rural Haiti, cemeteries are often family-owned um, and play a key role in these types of family rituals. We see in Bride of Chucky, there is a ritual <laughs> attempted at a cemetery. And, you know, we've got our little, you know, doll Very family. <laughs> and so I don't, I don't really know that um, they were trying to do a practical application of some of these rituals and ritual locations, but I, there was some tenuous connection, at least between the two. I kind of imagine in the writer's room that they were like, okay, here's the scene. And then some like intern runs in and is like, oh, hey, did you know that uh, Haitian um, voodoo ceremonies actually sometimes take place in cer- in cemeteries? And them just going like, oh, cool, that's great. But we'll leave it at that. <laughs> like, It seems like the kind of thing that might have come up, but also very easily brushed aside because this movie isn't, you know, these movies are, we're not going for authenticity. Absolutely not. It would be very interesting if they did. I mean, voodoo does teach that an Iwa can possess a person um, regardless of gender. So male and female Iwa can possess men or women. Oh, like Nika. Um, yeah, but it's the... It's not about humans transferring their souls or spirits from one vessel to another. <laughs> it's really these Iwa coming in for a short period of time during one of these rituals to kind of speak through them for a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I think there's so many concepts here. It's such a such a rich religion and has so many cool concepts in it that could have a completely different movie series. Def- certainly not the Child's Play series. <laughs> Yeah, and I I just read an article um, that's it's from 2011, but it it was about a voodoo celebration in which this guy, his name is Jack LaRoche, paid ten thousand dollars for a ceremony to marry his the spirit bride Azili Freda, um, and that's the goddess that has the power to lavish love and wealth and uh, render cheating spouses impotent. <laughs> And so he had a ceremony where this happened, where uh, the the spirit of Freda was transferred into the priestess and he had a, a spirit wedding, essentially. Oh. I thought that was really amazing. Wow. I, and expensive. I <laughs> love that top to bottom. There is nothing wrong with that. I think that that's great. <laughs> it is um, It is so um, great to know that um, Haitian voodoo is still practiced. Um, there are major Haitian temples um, throughout the United States. Um, they they call their Haitian voodoo temples UNFO. Um, and my apologies for my pronunciation um, throughout this Both entire segment. I am sure we're butchering <laughs> this. Um, but there are um, these major temples in Miami, New York City, uh, Washington, D.C., and Boston. There is no UNFO temple in Chicago, um, although back in 2014, 
there was a Chicago museum that did a large gallery exhibit of Haitian voodoo artifacts and ceremony materials. And it was very education oriented. And one of the main things that they wanted to tell people is that in Haiti, they don't call it voodoo. They pronounce it voodoo. So that's something (laughs) to be mindful of. Um, I was not going to try and keep myself pronouncing it correctly this whole segment because there's no way I would have been able to do it but highly encourage that if you're talking about Haitian voodoo that you refer to it as voodoo not voodoo yeah and it's spelled v-o-d-o-u so we've been doing it wrong this whole time (laughs) (laughs) and then you know when it came over to Louisiana it it evolved into what's called hoodoo now Right. Which is another word I wasn't familiar with and didn't realize was a thing. So, you know, a big part of colloquial uh, pop culture voodoo uh, is is voodoo dolls, of course. Of course. And uh, and that's that's a part of our, our episode today. Um, but the way I'm familiar with voodoo dolls in uh in movies and pop culture is totally opposite of their actual intent same for me i have only ever seen voodoo dolls used to hurt people um i I mean (laughs) i like stabbing someone in child's play one you know they're breaking people's legs with these voodoo dolls yeah but that's not really the purpose of them at all they're used for healing right yeah, they're they're actually a positive thing. They're, they're not meant to to harm people, and so um, Chucky torturing John with the voodoo doll was very inaccurate and very mean. So mean. Um, <laughs> actually, I you know the way uh, it's it's funny that that's what we're used to seeing with voodoo dolls because actually that's the way they're used in therapy for aggression release. <laughs> There was a a study done on this that, you know, a team of psychologists reported that the act of stabbing a voodoo doll was just as stress relieving or like emotionally helpful to that person as causing actual harm. (laughs) It like it triggered the same sort of responses. So I thought that was really funny that that's where the voodoo doll ended up in, um, mainstream American culture it's now a therapy tool (laughs) what does that say about us well we are certainly not historians and if you're using our podcast to learn about new things besides our opinions on some questionable movies you're probably (laughs) a little misguided so I would in the wrong place (laughs) I would highly recommend that People go and learn more about Haitian voodoo, uh, as well as Louisiana hoodoo. There's a wealth of information out there and a whole internet at our fingertips. But I at least was glad to learn a little bit more and use the Child's Play franchise as a springboard to broaden our knowledge a little bit. Yeah, we have Chucky to thank for uh, adding some more folds into our brain. And we will include uh, some of these links that we found so that you guys can use them as your own springboard into your voodoo investigations. (laughs) 
for our season finale, we wanted to turn the tables a little bit and give Meg a chance to try some Mad Libs out. I have been quizzing Kate all season and, you know, kind of laughing under my breath because I know the answers. And I and I know a lot of these quotes um, since I'm familiar with the movies, but I wanted to give Kate a chance to test my knowledge and see if I could first name the quote and second name what movie it's from yeah, this is a so double whammy. A bit of a challenge yeah the thing that you're gonna learn immediately is that this is really fun I've had so much fun <laughs> being the person on the other end of this all season and I'm really really glad that you're getting an opportunity to to be on the receiving end of this game I hope I don't let you down oh you could never <laughs> All right, I am ready. Are you ready to start? I think so. All right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> some enthusiasm. All right. Polaroid to tear some wine. Polaroid to tear some wine. I'm terrible at Mad Libs. So like Kate has a degree in um, English and I really think that that has uh, helped her out in this I think, I think my hit rate was maybe 50% on the Mad Libs. It was slightly better than my movie predictions. <laughs> Prepare to get, hmm. This is sounding like a tagline to me. This is a yeah. tagline. Yep. Yeah. Prepare to, uh, I prepare isn't even the right word. I think that's all I can think of now, though. But I'm just going to go with prepare to get dead, <laughs> which I know is not a tagline. <laughs> all right. Um, no. <laughs> Did the... I get any of them right? No. <laughs> any of them? No. Okay, great. No. All right. <laughs> I do um, not know my stuff. The tagline is, time to raise some hell oh okay okay do you know what movie that's from time to raise some hell I honestly think that's child's play three so I'm gonna leave that as my answer for this one okay all right next one is another tagline no one slathers the carousel or conjoins to tell it nobody or conjoins to tell it. <laughs> I have to sit here and actually think about these ridiculous Mad Libs first. It's something like nobody messes with me and lives to tell about it. Say it one more time for me. I'm slow. <laughs> no one slathers the carousel or conjoins to tell it. No one kills the doll or lives to tell it. I really don't know. <laughs> it's terrible. So you did get the second half right. Which Great. is, no one believes the truth or lives to tell believes. it. Believes. Ah, okay, the truth. That's so obvious. Um, hmm, I think this one, this one sounds like a later tagline to me. Um, I, wa I either want to say it's Curse of Chucky or Child's Play 2. Which is not a later Chucky. <laughs> but that's where my mind is also taking me. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with curse for this guest. All right, next one. This is a quote. You never really stroked anybody, did you? 
did you use snappy electricity? You never really killed anybody, did you? Did you, you pathetic worm? Yes! <laughs> and that is Bride of Chucky. Yes, <laughs> because I have job. that movie memorized. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to spend the rest of my face as a sticky bobblehead. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life as a fucking doll. Um, did I get that right? I'm close. I know close. that's not quite right. You're close-ish. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and let me know what it is. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life as a plastic freak. Uh, I'm thinking that is, is either Child's Play 2 or Seed of Chucky. But I feel like you might go with a cooler quote from Seed of Chucky. So I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to go with Child's Play 2. Okay, great. Our next one is a tagline. Bread has a new mold. I, I know this one. I wrote it down. Death has a new name. Fear has a new home. Fear has a new home. Yes. Okay, good job. and that and that one is curse. So I have to go back and change curse. Oh boy, I'm getting all tangled up. Okay, let's make this new one curse, and the other one we'll call that one cult for now <laughs> no one uh, okay. believes the truth or, or lives to tell it I'll say is cult all right our next one is a quote if I can't be your crusty sheep then diaper can or crusty sheep no one if I can't be your if I can't be your friend to the end then no one can and I'm gonna go with the remake on that one, but I'm not sure how if I'm how off I am on the uh, on the Mad Lib itself. You're pr okay. So you're pretty close on the Mad Lib. Um, okay. It's if I can't be your best buddy, then nobody best can. Best buddy, right? Right. <laughs> All right. This next one is another quote. Aren't you that floppy cunt I sizzled <laughs> on the rope? <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like something Chucky is saying. And I'm assuming it's killed. Aren't you that something something that I killed on the moon? <laughs> Just kidding. Chucky goes to space. Chucky X. We really need a Chucky X, don't we? I We truly, really and truly. I, I mean, I wonder if they would cryogenically freeze him. In a, in a Chucky in space movie. <laughs> mm. Now I'm thinking this is cult or curse. And I'm thinking he's saying this to Nika. I want to say, aren't you that stupid bitch that I killed on the something on the The morrow. I'm going to go with that. Aren't you that <laughs> stupid bitch that I killed on the morrow? <laughs> oh, fancy Chucky. <laughs> and I'm running out of movies, so I'm going to go with Child's Play, uh, the original. <laughs> for this. What, what's my actual quote here? <laughs> Aren't you that crazy bitch I talked to on the phone? Aren't you that crazy bitch? Okay. I was good. I got I got that part. <laughs> yes, you got his misogyny. I needed to make sure there was yeah. a quote in there. I 
I, I know that part about him as pretty well. Um, I don't think it's child's play, but I also don't think it's seed of Chucky. I think I'm just going to go with seed of Chucky for this one, actually. All right. Last one is our tagline. So this is George Washington goes pasty. Chucky goes ballistic. Yeah. Good job. Ah, and that is child's play three. Okay. I said time to race some hell. So I guess that'll just have to be child's play. Um, the original. And, and, and that's my truth and I'm sticking to it. So how did I do, Kate? Did I get any of these right except aside from Bride of Chucky, which I definitely know I got right. <laughs> so you definitely got Bride of Chucky correct. Um, and then you also got child's play to correct that was the quote i'm not going to spend the rest of my life as a plastic freak freak. so good job there you also got curse of chucky correct that's the tagline fear has a new home so good job there you also got if i can't be your best buddy then nobody can for the child's play remake so good job there okay so i'm at 50 percent so far right and you got child's play three correct chucky goes ballistic Yes. yes. Great. Yeah, so you got five out of eight right. Good job. So that means that I messed up the original Child's Play. Yes. And Cursed Cult of Chucky. And Seed of Chucky. And Seed of Chucky. Okay. Time to raise some hell. Is that Seed? That's Seed. Okay. Okay. Nobody believes. Oh, that one is the original. That one's the original. Nobody lives is- to... Yes, yes, that okay. one's the original. So that means, aren't you that? I knew it. I knew it. It was it was Nika, wasn't it? It's so it's at the psychiatric hospital. So that's yes. when he meets. That's the not Nika, but the other woman who's at the psychiatric hospital. So I was hoping that by it being a crazy bitch, he'd be like, "Oh, that was the psychiatric hospital." But I mean, he calls everyone a crazy right. bitch. So <laughs> <laughs> that could be any of them. <laughs> Oh, that was really good. And then I'm glad I got a couple more right when uh, when I got to revise my answers at the end. Yeah, I think you did really good. <laughs> Kate, that was so hard. How did you do this all season? Okay, so <laughs> I was doing it for only one movie at a time. You had to do the movie matching and the Mad Libs. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And um, I hope our listeners uh, have learned from our season that Mad Libs are still cool no matter how old you are. Yeah, try this out with some other series that you love. I bet this would be fun with the Harry Potter series, Lord of the Rings. I feel like you could use it for so much stuff. So take this format and run with it, folks. So we are doing the pop culture version of voodoo dolls for our craft this season. As we learned, uh, voodoo dolls are not really used for evil purposes. So Chucky got that wrong, (laughs) but we're going to get it right because our dolls are friendship voodoo dolls. Every prick that we give our doll is basically like a way for us to send good vibes to each other. Or to ourselves, since we have our own doll. (laughs) (laughs) This was the cutest, cheesiest craft I think we've done to date. (laughs) Because not only did we 
uh, decide to make these friendship dolls, we also wanted to make these dolls look like each other. So I made Megan a little Megan doll. <laughs> and she ostensibly sent me a Kate doll, although we have not opened our packages yet. We're going to do that live with you guys here. Yeah, I cannot wait to see what you made me I had so much fun making yours and it sounded like you had a lot of fun making mine too and also I'm expecting it to be crazy oh my gosh I <laughs> I will just say that my skill and talent is not aligned with my ambition <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be awesome and eventually we will have to trade our dolls back won't we we will, yes, because it's a little funny to have a doll of yourself. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but we really just wanted to to show each other in person what we made. <laughs> yes, I think that um, we'll have to trade them back the next time we see each other. Uh, who should go first with opening their doll? Mm, I'm excited, so I want to go first. You go first. Okay, I'm so excited right. to hear your reaction. And I hope it survived the journey. <laughs> Here we go. So it's in a pretty big envelope and very squishy from the outside. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. The, uh, <laughs> oh, ow. I poked myself. Oh, no. oh with the pipe cleaner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Kate made me. Oh, my God. I want to keep this. <laughs> She's sewed some fabric together in like a almost like a teardrop shape for my body. Oh my God, and she drew the tattoo on my arm. She sewed little tiny arms on and she drew my tattoo, my sleeve on my arm, on my doll arm. It's so cute. <laughs> my eyes have green buttons and my mouth is a little heart, a heart shape out of felt. And then this hair is insane. <laughs> I look like I have a bunch of dreads. <laughs> Not going to lie. I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> Kate added uh, the duo color that's in my hair. I have like blonde that's growing out. So she put brown on top and blonde underneath. And then I have what looks to be a, a like a blue dress made out of scales. Like the fabric pattern is a scale pattern. It's really cute. Is there a dress you've seen me wear that inspired you to pick this fabric? I'm just curious. No, it was just mermaidy. And when I think of unicorns and mermaids and hamburgers, I just think of you. <laughs> <laughs> and hamburgers. That's true. I did dress up as a mermaid once for one of our runs. So uh, for one of our Halloween runs. So that fits. <laughs> Kate, I love it. Yes. And there, there should be two little pins in the package as well oh let me get those out oh my gosh and there's a little star where did this star come from <laughs> so that's put it in her dress <laughs> so there's a, a star and there should be one more so those are supposed to represent the pins that you're okay. you're sticking yourself with so I see it. I see a you, heart. If you need a little love, it looks like it maybe fell apart a little bit in the package. Um, <laughs> so okay. you need to stick yourself with some love for some good vibes. Or if you need some confidence or something, I give you a little star and a little heart pin. Oh, my gosh, Kate. This is great. I love it. And I'm sad that I'm going to have to give it back to you. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should change our plan. I know. I totally I stick myself. Totally free balled this. I did not use a pattern. It was just like, I guess I'm going to make a doll today. <laughs> you can't tell, Kate. It's perfection. It ah, does not you. need a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super happy with it. And yeah, I, I'm going to prick it right after we finish recording. 
because I'm a little tired today. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so glad you like it. I can't wait to open yours. Yours, I noticed, was a little hefty, which you it was so funny you said that mine was light and it's because I used like doll batting inside of the the doll. So it's super light, right? Um, very pillowy. Um, and this one felt like it had some weight to it. So I was like, oh man, what's it going to be like? I did throw in a little something extra for funsies that you'll see. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so the the large hefty thing in here is a gigantic book of Mad Libs, which is so perfect for this season. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Oh, Megan, it's so cute. I love it. It's a little crocheted Kate. Oh, and I've got little overalls and then like little toothpick blue heart and yellow heart. I don't want to give this back. It's really cute. <laughs> See, this is hard. <laughs> we are going to have to change our plan. This is so good. You could sell these. These are really, really cute. <laughs> I used a pattern that I found. It was a free pattern, actually, from Chiara Paganelli that I'll share on our blog. Anybody can download it. Um, and it was actually for a Snow White doll. It came with the overalls. And... Um, the hair was actually curly, but I, I did it in a way that tried to straighten it out a little bit to look more like your hair. It's really cute. It's so cute. Yeah, I had I a lot of fun. Yeah, this is great. Oh, man, our dolls are so different. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love our execution on this. Yeah, I had so much fun. It's my first time ever working with safety eyes also. So I was like, this is just going to be the cutest thing in the world because I love safety eyes. They always look so like glassy and, and adorable. Yes, it's got that super, super cute look to it. Um, I am so excited to take a million pictures of this and put it all over our blog <laughs> so you guys can see it and also ooh and awe over it like I am. Uh, what a fun craft. Ugh, I love like these artistic challenges that we give ourselves this one was so fun and so cute yeah this one was one of my favorites I I really liked making the doll and I yeah I was really excited to see what you were going to come up with because I I you know I have so much yarn laying around this place I figured I might as well crochet something yeah I just went and bought a bunch of materials at Michael's (laughs) I have so much muslin now (laughs) yeah and I, and I hope you like the Mad Libs book. I, I actually uh, went into Amazon to return something. And this, this book was just sitting next to the checkout. And I was like, this must be a sign. I have to get this for Kate. And I filled out the first one for you. So you can enjoy that later on. All right. I don't know how any craft will ever get better than this. But we will certainly try <laughs> our best in future seasons. <laughs> and I both had I think a different approach to how we ranked our child's play series I was obviously very familiar before I came into this so I kind of already had a sense of how I was going to rank these anyway but these are new to Kate Kate is a new fan of Chucky and her ranking is is a bit different than mine I was a little surprised at how different some of our rankings were, but I I do think that when you step back and look at it from a perspective of you're a long time 
Chucky and Child's Play fan and I'm so new to the franchise, I do think that it makes sense why I ranked some things higher or lower than you did. I think so too. Your expectations for these are just a bit different. And um, I have a, I have like a nostalgic attachment to the original series. So um, I, it shouldn't surprise our listeners how, how these uh, rankings played out for me. I think that if you've listened to all of the episodes from this season, you can probably guess what my ranking would be as well. So this might not be too much of a surprise. Um, including the fact that both of us ranked at the very bottom of our list, Seed of Chucky. Oh, yeah. That was easy. That was the first one I wrote down. <laughs> Same, There's actually. no question there. <laughs> Same. I was like, okay, <laughs> Seed of Chucky is going all the way to the bottom here. <laughs> I am not about it. That movie's pretty much trash. It, it made the series lamer, I thought. I thought it started to send it on a trajectory of just not being very good anymore. Um, even, you know, the episodes after Seed were were better, but um, Seed had done so much to damage the the story and the continuity that it, it kind of trickled down to the uh, curse and cult um, I found. I felt like the series had a good momentum behind it with Bride of Chucky and felt like it was going to be this fun campy slasher horror era for Chucky and then it just came to a grinding halt with Seed so I was very disappointed that that's how they followed up Bride of Chucky so similarly we had the same two movies in our top two different order but the same two movies you guys are gonna be surprised um I did not put Bride of Chucky first I I know that does not uh, that kind of contradicts some of the stuff I've said and how much I loved it when it came out and, and just how obsessed I was with it. But um, I think now being older and looking back, I, I realize that Child's Play is just a better movie. And I think the original idea that's there, that that kernel is is really good. And I think it's got some good tension. It's got good acting. It's a new idea, you know, fairly new idea. And it, it's it's pretty fun. Um, so I did put that above Bride of Chucky. It was a tough call, Kate. <laughs> I put Bride of Chucky as my number one because I feel like I cannot extract Jennifer Tilly from this franchise. Like when I think of Child's Play, I think of Jennifer Tilly. And so as I was watching the earlier movies, I was waiting for Jennifer Tilly to show up. And when she did, it was fabulous. It was so much fun. She's um, just bringing that energy and that fun and it was humorous while also being kind of gross and crass like I don't know I just really liked it um and I think that the original child's play which was my second my second in my ranking just total classic so I was in a toss-up between which I would have ranked um first as well but because I think that Jennifer Tilly is just so intractable from these movies for me I had to put Bride first this is true Bride gave us Jennifer Tilly which we should never forget. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. We thank her for her service. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's about all we have in common, Kate. I think the middle is is a bit jumbled for us. Yeah, the middle's all over the place. And I think that that's a, it's a symptom of how we came to these movies. So because I was totally f- fresh to this franchise, I ranked the remake 
really high. I, I actually thought the remake was third on my list. You did. And I ranked it really low. Mine was sixth. I think that it was a good standalone movie. I think that if you're trying to like think of it in the ranking of the Child's Play universe as a whole, it's not very good. <laughs> but I think that if it's just like kind of rebooting this franchise and taking it in a different direction, it's a pretty capable movie. Um, I feel like we've seen worse, but that was why I put it towards the top. I, I think because I would rewatch it again and I would even maybe encourage some some people to watch it. That's so funny. And and I obviously approached it, you know, the, the opposite way, which is I did see it in this framework, even though it's a different um, team of people putting it together. Um, and I would rewatch it. I think it's actually not a bad movie. Um, but when I have when I rank it against my other Chucky movies, I I have to um, I have to lower it down the list. I I miss Chucky's attitude. I miss um, the part that makes Chucky human. I think that's what makes Chucky such a fun villain. And they really just neutered him in, in this remake. Um, I thought it was really cool how they modernized it and had it made make sense for an AI, um, you know, based world now. But it still is not a toy that anybody would want. <laughs> <laughs> so they they the modernization could only work uh, so far. Um, not a bad movie. It's just not not one of my favorite Chucky movies. Sure, I could totally see that. Um, I think that the rest of my ranking, um, following the remake, I put Child's Play two in fourth place, and then. Curse and Cult, you know, I kind of stacked those right on top of each other right in the middle, which I think we actually ranked Curse as fifth for both of us. So we did align on on Curse being very middle of the road for us. Yeah, that's right. We did both put Curse at five, and I just sort of lost track of it while we were looking at our list. So I guess we did have that in common. I think middling is a good word for Curse. It's, it's fine. fine. It was direct to DVD. Um, and for being direct to DVD, it could have been a lot worse. Um, I mean, obviously, we both ranked Cult sure. worse than we ranked Curse. So there is always the possibility of something being even worse than that. Um, <laughs> and I uh, really didn't like Child's Play 3. So I put that right at the bottom as well. <laughs> yeah. And I actually ranked Child's Play 3 fourth above curse of chucky so wild which <laughs> controversial opinion right i mean we basically said curse of chucky is rewatchable which i think it is and child's play 3 isn't rewatchable i still enjoy chucky's personality in child's play 3 a lot you know there's not not a whole lot that's new to this uh this universe we haven't learned a whole lot more about the doll other than uh he can transfer into other people's souls now that he's been reborn. But I enjoy Chucky in this movie. And so that's why I bumped this one up, um, even though it's not a favorite of mine to rewatch. My ranking is so all over the place, Kate, I think, because I just am in love with this doll. <laughs> I, I think that the 
heavy nostalgia you have for this like really is shining through this list and this ranking yes. whereas I have no <laughs> love tainted. lost I'm like child's play three bottom of the barrel you're going right there next to seed <laughs> it's true it's so true I love little Tyler though but yeah I I put cult second to last it along with curse I feel like are just suffering from I don't know rebound syndrome you know after seed of Chucky which sort of derailed the the storyline it had a deep they could only be so good deep hole to climb out of <laughs> at that point it did, yeah um I will say though that I wasn't expecting to come out of this season a fan of child's play and I did I think it was so fun and I think it's a total classic so I want to thank you for um foisting this season upon us <laughs> I want to know if anybody in the audience has also been converted into a new Chucky fan. I would. L- <laughs> I want to know if they see the love light. Love to know. I would love to know if there are some new converts to the the cult of Chuck as well. Um, and if you're only longtime fans, then maybe you need to get some of your friends uh, on the train like Meg did. So we will post our rankings in our blog and leave a blank spot open for you to tell us what your ranking is in the comments. So please leave us a note and tell us how wrong we are. I know I have said a million times, especially in the back half of this season, that I have been so surprised to leave this season as a Chucky fan and as a Child's Play fan. But really and truly, in my heart, I had so much fun this season. I am so pleased that you enjoyed going through this series, as I've said multiple times. And I really wasn't expecting you to like it. I was expecting you to be a good sport about it, and that was about it. So I'm pretty happy. Now I have somebody else to talk Chucky with. Nobody else wants to hear me talk about Chucky and Tiffany and all the goofy stuff that comes with it. So I'm glad that we've we've got a new fan on our side, folks, for everyone else out there who loves Chucky. <laughs> and I hope that if you have not seen all of the movies, maybe some of them you've given a shot to now um, and gone and checked out on your own. Um, definitely let us know what you thought of the season. We would love to hear your comments. Tell us what your favorite was. Tell us what your least favorite was. Uh, where you disagree with us. And we really just want to hear all of your thoughts and feedback about Chucky. We'd love to discuss it with you. We aren't sure what we're going to cover next. And so maybe you should chime in with some ideas. Uh, Maybe we'll listen, maybe we won't. But we will be teasing that on our social media accounts soon. So please give us a follow at Instagram or Twitter. Stay tuned for next season. We can't wait to watch things with you again. This was Not Quite Dead. Check out our other episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Not Quite Dead Podcast and on Twitter at NQD underscore podcast. Follow our blog for bonus content at notquitedeadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. And happy watching. Happy watching.